a 150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Fifth Seal, episode 33. I'm your host, the Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is a podcast strictly to bring awareness to the persecuted church around the world, to talk about incidents of persecution, and pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. This is a podcast I've been doing for about 10 years now. Started out just doing counting down from 30 to number 1 through the month of November, which I deemed Persecuted Church Awareness Month because I didn't know who was in charge of that. So I just did it on my my own. And um, so from the 1st to the 30th, we count down the top 30 countries. And so the last couple of years, uh, I've expanded that out to where I do a couple every month and we count down from 50 to number one. Uh, so January through October, 50 to 31, and then we go through all the top 30 in the month of November. And that's why we took a couple of weeks off somehow. I don't know what I did or how I did it, but I got ahead of schedule. So I did uh, apparently an extra one somewhere in there. And so we skipped two weeks to get back on track with our schedule of the second and fourth Wednesdays of every month. So all that being said, it is Wednesday. September 23rd, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org. Radicals in India use rumor of conversions to terrorize small Christian community. According to Asian News, a small Christian community in India's Uttar Pradesh state was terrorized by radical Hindu nationalists last Sunday, September 13th, a couple Sundays ago. The radicals reportedly attacked the Christians after they claimed that the local pastor had attempted to convert Hindus to Christianity. On Sunday, September 13th, members of Yuva Shakti Sangathan, a radical Hindu nationalist group, attacked the home of Santosh Kanuja, a Pentecostal pastor in the village of Bella. The radicals accused Pastor Kanuja of attempting to, com- to convert Hindus to Christianity in the nearby village of Chalapur. Pastor Kanuja was defended by members of his community, and local police were able to interfere, intervene before any serious violence broke out. However, arrests were made on both sides of the confrontation. Radicals in India often use the false allegation of forced or fraudulent conversions to justify their attacks on Christians. Due to growing religious intolerance, many radicals in India view almost every conversion to non-Hindu faiths as forced or fraudulent. Conversion is not illegal. Quote, conversion is not illegal. Sajin K. George, president of the Global Council of Indian Christians, told Asia News. Quote, it is a constitutional right like praying. Worshipping is not a crime, yet these right-wing groups, on the basis of mere rumor or fake information, bother and terrorize small Christian communities, unquote. So, again, in, in some of these regions, not only are Christians dealing with, and I don't call them radicalized, I call them fundamentalist, uh, dealing with these fundamentalist Hindu groups that act, at, act upon all of the tenets of their faith, which 
include uh, violence against infidels or uh, apostates who leave those religions. So they're dealing with them, but they also have to deal with the government. If you notice where it says that that arrests were made on both sides of this confrontation. So likely what has happened uh, is this pastor was arrested uh, because they believe the, the, the false or forced conversion story. Now, I've spent uh, some time in India, a couple of weeks, doing uh, evangelism work there and, and preaching and, and doing this stuff. And I can assure you that evangelism in India is just like evangelism is here. Nobody's forcing anybody to convert. They are out on the street. They are out in the, the communities preaching the gospel, inviting people to repent and put their faith in Christ. There's nothing forced or fraudulent about any of these conversions, uh, but it's a it's an easy tactic for groups like this this fundamentalist Hindu group, or even the government to use to uh, stymie the activities of Christians in their communities. This also from uh, persecution.org, Chinese house church preacher charged for homeschooling. A house church preacher and his wife in China's southern Fujian province received a subpoena on September 3rd, and they were charged with, quote, custody disputes, unquote, by the local government. According to China Aid, preacher Yu Guanda from Dianquan Church in Jiamen City was accused by the government of Hongdunjian Shaowu City for not sending his children to public school and homeschooling them. The subpoena asked them to report to the Shawu court today, September 23rd, at 9 a.m. Dianquan Church is a house church that follows Reformed tradition and has refused to register with the government, join the state-sanctioned three-self church, or accept ethnic and religious affair bureau's guidance. For this, the Fujian province government has intensified its crackdown against the church in recent years. In June 2019, the church was disbanded by local authorities. In response, Preacher Yu and other members purchased other property and used it for residence, homeschooling, and worship. Yet their place was forcibly demolished this year. In recent years, the Chinese government has not only tightened its grip on house churches, it started to interfere with Christians who choose to homeschool their children. Besides Preacher Yu, the Early Rain Covenant Church in Chengdu and Miss Fan Rujin in Guangxi province have been victims of such directives. While China claims that Chinese parents have the right to decide their children's education, akin to its human rights record, it is all empty talk. So here, again, they're dealing directly with uh, the government that is trying to put a stop to their religious activities or at least force them into some kind of a registration for for their church and their activity there um, and putting a stop to homeschooling by parents so a lot of these a lot of the the people who do homeschool there are christians because of their faith and they don't want the government communist uh schools indoctrinating their children they want to teach their children uh, biblically and accurately so it's it's usually uh, so Christians deal with with both sides whether it's being uh, persecuted for religious faith or being persecuted for uh, education of their their children on their own and so very disturbing thing is the fact that the subpoena is for custody disputes the communist Chinese government views these people's children as their own 
and that that they are property of the Chinese government. And so this is it's it's very disturbing that a homeschooling, a subpoena for homeschooling is being called custody disputes. So as we're praying today, uh, continue to to pray for for Pastor Preacher Yu and his wife in this uh, situation, and we'll pray for uh, Pastor uh, Kanuja in India as well. And that brings us to our world watch list country for this week, which is Jordan, number 33 on the world watch list. So a little bit of information about Jordan. Uh, the region is Middle East. Persecution type is Islamic oppression. The persecution level is very high. Population of Jordan is about 10 million hundred or 10,070,000 people of which uh, 180,000 are Christians. So almost 20%. Uh, main religion is Islam. Uh, the government is parliamentary, parliamentary constitutional monarchy. And the leader there is King Abdullah II. Christians enjoy it in Jordan enjoy a relatively high level of religious freedom, but still experience discrimination in employment and restrictions against public preaching. For example, an open testimony of faith by a Christian convert can lead to physical violence, arrest, and even death. Radical Islamic movements are also a source of persecution for Christians and, or, and Jordidians of other faiths. The number of Jordidians radicalized by ISIS ideology is rising, which, put, which puts Christians at greater risk in this Middle Eastern country. Islam is the religion of the state, and the Jordanian constitution gives primacy to Sharia law, which plays out in issues of legal rights involving a Muslim and inheritance rights. The state also regards children under 18 years old whose father has, has converted from Islam as Muslims. Christians from Muslim backgrounds often keep their faith a secret and meet together in underground churches. However, these churches are often monitored by the government. It, if their conversion is discovered, believers often face pressure from their families and, communi and communities. They may be physically attacked, arrested, or lose custody of their children. Conversion from Islam is not officially recognized. Violent persecution incidents occurred in Jordan mostly against Christian converts, although Christians active in evangelism were also affected. Details cannot be provided for security reasons. So a few prayer points for Jordan. Christians in Jordan can be subject to government monitoring or even Sharia law if they are married to a Muslim or is in a court dispute with a Muslim. Pray for true religious freedom. Pray that Christians would be beacons of Christ's love to their Muslim neighbors. Local Christians highlight the fact that social tensions are on the increase due to a large influx of Syrian refugees. There is more pressure on local infrastructure, such as preschools, schools, and hospitals, all of which must be shared. Pray that believers are able to share Christ's love and grace with refugees. Jordan's economic difficulties could lead to more social and political unrest that could ne negatively affect Christians and other minorities. Pray for wisdom for government leaders as they work to strengthen the country's economy. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this time we have to come together to uh, lift up our brothers and sisters around the world uh, in prayer as they are persecuted for their faith in Jesus Christ. Lord, we, we praise you for 
this medium of the internet that we have that we can come together across vast distances and and literally across time lord as as w somebody could come days from now and watch this and literally join us in praying um, for our brothers and sisters around the world so lord we lift up uh, pastor kanuja and his family and his his church community um, in Uttar Pradesh, Lord, we, we pray that that you would bring religious freedom to this area, that you would protect this church and this community. Lord, as as charges have been brought against Pastor Kanuja for false conversions, I pray that he would be exonerated um, and that, that you would be glorified in, in that exoneration, Lord, that your justice would be meted out there um, and that this church will be able to continue to worship you um, and proclaim the name of Christ and, and share the gospel with those who are there around them. Lord, we lift up pa uh, preacher you and his wife as they today enter into a court in China to fight for their right to uh, to homeschool their their child and not just fight for the right to homeschool, but Lord, literally they may be fighting for the custody of their child or children um, as it may be. Uh, Lord, so we pray that again that you would be present with them in that courtroom uh, today, Lord, as they as they stand there, that you would be sovereign over this entire thing, that you would protect the custody of uh, within their family, and that you would be uh, glorified as they are exonerated as well in this. Lord, uh, bless them, be with them, give their their counsel and them wisdom in the words to say as they uh, stand before these courts. And, and literally proclaim your name, Lord, in these places. Father, we lift up our brothers and sisters in Jordan. We do pray for true religious freedom to happen there, God, that, that the leaders in this government would, would soften their hearts um, and soften the, the laws surrounding religion, that the Sharia law would not take precedence, but that, that Christians could be... Uh, governed under a law that is not mandated by the false religion of Islam. Lord, we pray for um, these Christians that, that they would be loving to their, their Muslim neighbors as, as persecution happens, that they would be willing to turn the other cheek um, and bless those who curse them. Um, pray for those who are their enemies there in, in those areas, Lord, um, and that you would use that to draw Jordanians, uh, Muslim and otherwise, to a saving belief and a saving faith in you, Lord. Uh, we pray that uh, as refugees are coming in, that evangelism and aid would be uh, primary come primarily come from the church, Lord, that, that people would recognize that even though they are being persecuted, that the members of your body, the members of your church, Lord, are those who are reaching out to, to those who are in need um, and sharing the gospel with those who need to be saved. And Father, we do pray for the leaders in the government there as they work to not only strengthen the economy uh, in, in Jordan, Lord, but again, that you would, uh, that you would turn the hearts of, of the government leaders there to uh, an attitude of religious freedom. For our brothers and sisters, Lord, I pray that, Lord, I pray someday that we'll never have to deal with a world watch list. But I pray that that the leaders in Jordan would be so moved that either it would fall down in the rankings from 30 into some other lower number or higher number as it may be, 
or completely fall off, Lord. I would I pray that that persecution of Christians would would stop in Jordan uh, through you moving the hearts of those who make laws. And Lord, again, we thank you for this time. We thank you um, for the gospel. We thank you for the sacrifice that Christ made on our behalf so that we could be saved. And Lord, we, we praise you for those around the world who recognize that their salvation is is not in, uh, in better circumstances or, um, or wealth, health, prosperity, but their, their salvation is through Christ for their sins um, and no other reason that, that they are saved except for saved for the, from their sins and that they would continue to recognize that and, and to stand firm knowing that it, they didn't come to Christ for a better life, for a better job, but they came to, to you, Lord, for the salvation, the forgiveness of their sins. And because of that, the eternal life that they that they is set before them, that they would continue to stand firm in their faith in the endurance of persecution and proclaim your name that you would be glorified in these areas, Lord. And again, we thank you and we praise you. We give you all honor and glory and praise. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Again, thank you, um, everybody, who for coming and being part of this. Again, invite others who are willing to come and pray with us for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted simply because of their faith in Jesus Christ. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria. Thank mm-hmm. you.